0: Hey you, welcome to the Mindset Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Lydia at Lydia Morandi on Instagram and this is my bi-weekly podcast where I talk about all things mindset, personal growth and positivity to help you become more self-aware and live a more intentional life. If you like authentic, no BS episodes from a girl who shares her honest perspective, then this podcast is for you. Let's go. Hello, hello! Welcome back to the Mindset Enthusiast Podcast. I hope that you had a great day so far and I am super excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is very much so underrated and it is the idea of I will make it one day. And I'll know I'll have made it when blah blah blah. Like you hear all all of those people thinking or saying, "Oh, this person has made it. Look at their life. Look at what they've accomplished." Or, "Oh, this other person has this dream relationship. She's made it." Or, "This person has kids. They've made it." Things like that. And I really thought about this idea today and when preparing for the episode, I actually came across a really great article on Forbes um which was about six ways that you know that you've made it and I'll talk about those a little bit further down during the episode but before I wanted to give you my idea on this whole uh on this whole idea of making it one day like having that one specific moment where you where you know that you have made it and I just think that we grow up thinking that there will be that moment where we will prove everyone wrong like every single person who's ever hated on us every single person who didn't believe in our dreams our parents if they told us that we couldn't you know make a career out of out of something for instance we will prove them wrong and then we'll have made it or maybe for you it's oh i'll make it when you know i'll have a stable job and i'll i'll buy a house and i'll have my person and then i'll have kids then i'll have made it or maybe for you it's something completely different like when i am older i will travel the world and then i will have made it because i will see all of these different cultures and i'll get to experience all of these different ways of life and then I will have made it. And I feel like all of those things that are pretty different all have one thing in common. And it, and it is that specific moment of epiphany almost where you're like so happy and so fulfilled by your accomplishment. And I feel like that's something that we were sold a lot in our education. Like, I don't know about you, but growing up, especially in school, I always felt like, I will have made it when I have my bachelor's degree and I'll get my first corporate world job. I was like that's the moment when I know I will have made it and honestly like I'm coming pretty close to that moment to to finishing my bachelor's degree and I don't feel like I will have made it once that will be done and I feel like that's kind of a false expectation to have that you'll have one specific moment where everything will just feel right and you'll you'll be happily ever after from that moment on and you won't need to um, learn new things or you won't like progress from there on you'll have you'll have reached your peak and then from there on it will just be sustaining that level of life whatever it is that you think uh, makes you makes someone so that they have made it if that makes sense i know that sentence was kind of a little blur but i won't cut it because i'm trying to be a little bit more authentic with these podcasts and when i mess up usually i re record it, but today i won't so we'll just keep going but yeah, I just feel like this is a very um, innocent way of looking at life and progress and imperfection and failure and success. And so that's why I wanted to kind of talk about a different approach to making it in life. Um, and also this idea of thinking that one day you have made it um one day you'll have made it and then everyone will be so proud of you and everyone will understand why you worked so hard and they will finally stop judging you and they respect you. I feel like even the most successful people and, six, and successful, I mean the people who have you know built something great with their passion the people who have um you know still done something amazing regardless of the odds being stacked against them i'm talking about that type of success right now um all of these people still have haters they still have naysayers they still have people in their you know not friend circle but their social circle or people who live around them or something like that people who who used to know them that's a better way of explaining it they still have those people who don't believe in what they do and who still don't understand and perhaps these people will never understand their dream or their vision or their success they'll say that they get they got lucky or they'll say that it won't last or something like that and It's really important to keep that in mind because I found myself even, and I still do, like I find myself at times being like, okay, one day this person will not you know look at me like that like whenever let's say I I just receive a comment that's not very appreciated or or someone overlooks whatever I'm trying to do and I'm like okay one day I'll prove them wrong and honestly like yeah maybe maybe one day they'll come around and and they'll be like I'm so sorry that I doubted you I'm so sorry that I was disrespectful but maybe they won't like maybe they will still have that you know mindset of oh only certain types of people can be successful and since I know her or since I know him he can't be that successful because we come from the same background we went to the same primary school we grew up together and if they succeed and I don't then that means I messed up so I'd rather just say that they got lucky or that whatever they're doing is not legit I'm just stating examples over examples because I feel like you'll at least be able to relate with one of them but once you are aware of of that fact I feel like it is way um, easier to go about whatever you're doing knowing that no matter what they may never change their mind on what you're doing or their mind on on how you're living your life and that's completely okay and you need to be okay with that because if you're not then you will be disappointed when you get to that point that you felt like let's say you think that everyone will finally believe in your business when once you make $1 million. Well, you'll get to that point and some people will still not believe that it's legit. Some people will still think that it will fall apart tomorrow morning. Some people will still feel like you got lucky. And these people can think whatever they want, honestly, but it shouldn't change how proud you are of yourself. You have made it. Like you have accomplished your goal and now you're probably going for something even bigger because that's how these things work like you'll achieve something and then you want more and you want more and of course there's the balance to have in that which I'll, I'll talk about later in the episode but you know you need to be okay with not having that validation from other people that used to doubt you because they may still doubt you and they'll forever doubt you. Like Think about any successful person. Celine Dion still has people who doubt her and her singing career and she... Is like one of the most successful people in the world. Um, so I'll I'll start with these six things. I'll start with number one, but I'll get going with the Forbes article that I read earlier today because I was looking at um what the internet thinks about that topic. I, I've been doing that, I've been doing that a lot lately, and it's been helping the episodes and everything. And there was this one article by Forbes that I really liked, and they talked about six things that are signs that you have made it. And number one is that you have complete awareness. And perhaps we cannot ever be completely aware, but I kind of understand what they tried to do here. So, what they meant by that is that you know yourself, you know what you're good at, you know what you like, you know uh, who you like to hang around, you know what you don't like, you know. The kind of uh, activities that you like to do, you know, if you're more of a late night partier versus a farmer's market on a Sunday type of person, you know yourself really well. And you're self-aware enough to navigate situations with a sense of peace that as long as you're staying true to yourself, things will go well right? And so once you have that sense of self-awareness and you, you know yourself a lot, I feel like it's kind of a good way to know that you've made it in that sense, in that personal development way. Because of course, you'll still have to work on it, but you'll get to that level. And honestly, once you get to that level, everything feels so much smoother. Like your decisions, the way that you view the world, your opinion, how confident you are about your opinion. Um, and so I think that's really, really cool. Number two was that you have defined enough, like what enough means to you. And You are grateful to have it. So you found that sweet balance between ambition and contentment. And that's a great place to be. So what they meant by that was that you have found that level of, okay, I want to go for more, but I'm also very proud of what I've accomplished. And I'm so grateful for what I have in my life. And some people will always want to chase more and more and more and that's what makes them happy and other people will get to a point where they they will make enough money they won't necessarily try to go for the next promotion if they work at in the corporate world or they or they won't necessarily try to open up another branch of their business because they're happy with what they have right now they're sustaining that and they are maybe spending more of their energy on other aspects of their lives and that's totally okay. Too, I feel like in the entrepreneurial space, it's seen as lazy whenever you sit back and not necessarily sit back because those people still work pretty damn hard, I can only imagine, but you you kind of stop trying to always always grow whatever you already have, right? And so once you're you're Again, it comes back to self-awareness, but once you've found that sweet spot of knowing when you want to, you know, keep going and want more and when you want to kind of stop and be grateful for what you have and maybe put more of your energy on other things in your life, then... You'll have made it in that sense. So that was number two. Number three is you have nothing to prove. And this one is probably the most important one, in my opinion, because I personally have struggled a lot with that and I still kind of do sometimes. Um, But basically, it's this idea of not feeling like you need outside validation for what you're doing and obviously we are human beings like we thrive off of social contacts we thrive off of connection with other people and there is nothing wrong with asking for advice from you know someone that you trust and and getting validation from a small number of people that know you and that that you trust that's completely okay but what I feel like um, when I feel like it becomes too much is when you're trying to prove yourself to people who really don't matter that much. Like, let's say if you're in school um, and you, whatever you're doing, you're um, a varsity soccer player and you're trying to prove how good you are to your classmate. Well, does that really matter? Like, what will it, uh, other than like ego, a boost of ego, what will that validation bring in your life. It's not like you were talking with um, a potential promoter or not a promoter, a potential recruiter for a professional team that you're trying to play at. That would be a different story because their validation would mean, you know, a, an opportunity for you. That's a different story. But I mean, trying to prove yourself to people who don't really matter won't get you very far because you will keep trying to make decisions based on how others are going to perceive you and when you have nothing to prove you make decisions based on what success means to you and you're okay with that being different from someone else and I tend to notice that trait in a lot of people um, and from seeing how people who don't really mind about you know getting validation and trying to prove themselves versus those who clearly need that validation I've noticed that those who don't need as much validation tend to take action easier and faster on what they're trying to accomplish and that's amazing because if you can take action easily and fast and maybe easy is not the the right word here but If you can take action without letting too much time go by because you're waiting for other people's validation, then you will automatically get more progress faster than someone who needs that validation and who tries to prove themselves, right? Because when you're waiting for other people's approval, you'll literally wait forever because you will never get other people's approval. So whether it be to switch programs in school, whether it be to, you know, change jobs or travel the world or your next traveling destination, you don't need to wait for 50 people to be okay with your decision you like if you have a few people in your life that are really important to you and you know obviously if you're still if you're not an adult and you need your parents to be okay with whatever you're doing please do that but what I mean here is like trying to get validation from random people that really don't matter, that's not going to help you at all. It's only going to slow whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, right? So that was number three. Number four is you are at piece and what they meant by that is that you are okay with not having all of the answers you are okay with someone asking you a question even if it is in your degree of expertise like I think about my professors whenever they get random questions about things that they personally did not specialize in so they don't feel comfortable giving like an answer just like that but they'll make an educated guess and they'll say that they'll make more research on it and then come back on the next class and talk about that um these things like whenever you're you're able to admit that you don't have all of the answers and you're humble but confident about it and you know that it doesn't mean that you're not worthy of success and respect then you have made it in that way and obviously if you have the answer don't act as if you you didn't know and it's If it's something that you should know, then you need to maybe step up your game and learn these things, um, whatever it is. But what I mean here is like there are going to be moments, no matter how much you are prepared, no matter how much you have studied, no matter how much experience you have, where you won't have the answer right when one person asks it, right when the client asks it or when the student asks you the question, right? And that's completely okay. And if you're confident and humble enough to say that you don't know it, but that you will, you know, do whatever... You, you need to do to to help the student in the next class or help the client during the next meeting or whatever it is, then you'll still be respected, right? Because the person will know that, well, it's okay that you don't know everything. You should know the basis. You should know a lot of stuff to still be credible and, ha- and keep that credibility. But it's okay if you don't know every single little detail. And actually when you're confident in the fact that it's okay, then you it will kind of come across better i've been in rooms with doctors like specialists and things and they like let's say i had a i don't know i had a cold or not necessarily a cold but a question about something specific and they didn't know the answer and i've i even i've even had a doctor like look up in his books to make sure that he was giving me the right medication or whatever when I was uh younger, and it wasn't medication, but whatever it was, like what I mean here is that he was confident in in the fact that he didn't know for sure, but he still wanted to give me the right thing. So he put his ego aside and he looked in his book. Um, and for you, if you're not a doctor, that can mean uh, plenty of other way of other things, but. That was number four. And then number five is you trust the process. So, trusting the process is something that will help you so, so much in having faith that things will get better and that you will get there eventually. If you're doing the work, and whatever it is that you are working towards, if it's your degree, and you're studying, and you're asking questions in class, and you are learning from your mistakes that you make in exams, then you will eventually get a good grade. And honestly, it can be very overwhelming and kind of disheartening to see that sometimes you don't get the results right away or whatever. But if you have that faith that you will get there and you trust the process, then you will get there eventually. If you're trying to lose weight and you're going to the gym and you, you know, you weren't active for six years before that and now you expect to have super quick results. Well, first of all, you have kind of a debt to pay because for all of those years you weren't, you know, working out. So obviously it's going to be really, really hard in the beginning and you're going to want to give up. But if you trust the process and you know that it will get easier with time and you will lose that weight and it doesn't even have to be with losing weight but here I'm just using the the most relatable and easiest example that I can find um well if you have if you trust the process then it will be a little bit easier for you to keep going so You know that you've made it once you trust the process. You know that what you've been through helps you with what you're going through right now and that things will get better if right now they're not great. Number six, so that was number five. Number six, last but not least, is that you lead with love. And that's another really important one. And what they meant by that in the article is that you know that life is way too short, way too short to stay angry at people. And that doesn't mean that you need to stay friends with someone who betrayed you, or that doesn't mean that you need to stay in a relationship if the other person cheated on you. But you work on not holding so many things against them back because this will hurt you even more in the long run. And you don't wish harm against them because you focus on your own game and you hope that they focus on theirs so that they can get better because there is nothing worse than holding something back so so strongly against someone else and focusing on that so much because you will lose so much energy and you will waste all that time thinking and pondering Um, on what happened and everything and obviously you if you need to talk about it with someone if it was really really bad and it was traumatic yes take the time to do that it's not a waste of time but if it's been so long And you're no longer in contact with that person, you do not gain anything from wishing that they're unwell. And so, leading with love in that instance is really, really powerful. And I understand that it's way easier said than done. But if you can get to that point, then you will have made it in the sense that it will be easier for you to just live a little bit more freely because I think you can agree with me that whenever you hold something against someone else, you may think that it it kind of, um, it's kind of a revenge and it hurts them and probably, it probably hurts them but you also have that big weight on your shoulders and when you're trying to go far in life and you're trying to accomplish things and even if you don't necessarily have like big career goals, you're trying to be happy, you're trying to build a family, whatever it is, there are so many hard things that we have to go through, there are also so many beautiful things and and so when you're trying to go far and you have all of that weight on your shoulders from people that hurt you in the past and that you're still holding all of these things against them, you're not helping yourself at all and you're not helping them either kind of get over it. So wish that they're doing well, wish that and focus on your on your path and stay in your own lane in that sense. Um, Another example that they gave is you see no one as competition or enemy because you're focused on your life. You live and you let live and then you are also tolerant of other people's beliefs, traditions, religions and worldviews. As long as they are not using those as an excuse to hurt you or other people, obviously. Obviously, but you're tolerant whenever other people don't believe the same thing that you do because they have had a different background than you. And even if they had the same background than you, they're still entitled to their opinion. And like I said, as long as they're not using their opinion to harm other people, they can have that opinion. And when you're able to accept that and when you're able to be okay with the fact that others won't necessarily have the same worldview as you, then you will have made it in that sense because you will not be delirious in thinking that one day every single person will think the same and the world would be so easy so much easier in that way no it won't because there will be no diversity of thinking there will be no progress and it would not work like no one it just would not work so that was the last one I want to state them all all over again just like the titles so that you have them in your mind and then if you ever need to re-listen to this episode to remind yourself of them then you can always do so. So number one is you have complete awareness, number two is you have defined what enough means to you, number three is you have nothing to prove, number four is you are at peace, number five is you trust the process and number six is you lead with love. So this episode was a little longer than usual but I really wanted to give you all of these examples and I hope that it helped you with whatever you're going through and remember that you will never technically have made it in the sense that you'll accomplish one thing and then everything will go well um in that sense but seeking those six things that i talked about today will definitely help you make it in the personal growth way of life so i hope you enjoyed it and if you did make sure to share it on your instagram story and tag me at lydia mirandi i will personally make sure to thank you for helping me spread the message it really helps a lot because we grow through grassroots so whenever you share the message other people can see that you've listened and they can maybe give it a listen and become listeners themselves so I would greatly appreciate that but that's pretty much it for me today I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you on the next episode